Still trying to throw the ball. On first and goal, second and goal. Panicking at third. Fourth, I'm wishing for a month. All right, we got the 510 Huddle segment with our special guest, Trayvon Henderson. How you doing today, bro? Good to hear, good to hear. How's uh how's the training been going? Everything with the off season and the pandemic? Man, it was a little difficult at first, because uh, I was in a groove, man. I had the facility, I said I don't stay too far from the facility. So everything pretty much free. You know, I got the weight room there, the coaches is there, the strength and conditioning coaches. I got codes to phone roll, I got everything I need. And then once the pandemic hit, it was like a little bit of a shock. Just, you know, I was trying to get it out the mud in my living room, but it just wasn't enough. <laughs> uh, and I got in contact with one of my uh, my teammates and uh, he's a starting safety um, so I think he's been there for about seven years now probably going on his eight uh, but he got me in contact with one of the old receivers Brandon Tate who used to play for the uh, the Bengals and he got a gym so uh, for the past few weeks we've been working out with him and it's been, it's been pretty deep man it's some quality work in and what's the as far as the training is going, what are, what are you specifically trying to work out since you don't have OTAs and all that going on right now? Yeah, so yeah, first off, we start working out, just getting in shape, get, get back in that rhythm of working out. And then after that, we started uh, like implementing some more like a technique kind of stuff. Um, more so working on drops, because we were both safety, you know, working on cover two drops, working on uh, read and reacting on uh, play action run. Uh, you know, stuff that's going to be pertaining to, like, you know, what we really going to do on the field and not just, like, cone drills. Okay, okay. And from from all these drills, are you still in communication with your coaches or uh, are you guys still pretty much out there on your own? Nah, we definitely in communication with them. Uh, we had to report. Uh, so we were supposed to report April 20th, but we had uh, started our, our meetings and started doing meetings the week after uh, week after uh, April, uh, April 27th, uh, that's when we start getting in contact with them, uh, just te- texting them and stuff like that. And uh, we got Zoom meetings Monday through Wednesday. I mean Monday through uh, Thursday. So we pretty much get in contact with them all week. Oh yeah, that that Zoom. Everybody in America's been on Zoom. <laughs> Is it uh, our coaches still the same type of people as in the meetings, or do you feel it's uh, they're a little less personable? I think it has its pros and its cons during the Zoom meetings because, you know, we're not at the facility, so it's kind of hard to build that camaraderie with, with all the new players and the rookies and stuff like that. But um, one of the, the, the pros is that, you know, people are more comfortable in their household. So, you know, you hear more people answering questions. You, you hear more people, you know, being real active and, and uh, participating when you watch the film. And the coach, you know, say, oh, we got this car right here, so what do we make? You know, people are, you know, we talking more, stuff like that. that I mean, that's one thing I know uh, yeah. yeah, that seems like a real good positive, though. I mean, if, if people are learning better through the Zoom, uh, you know, we might see less, you know, those mental errors this upcoming season. I mean, I hope so. I hope so, man. But uh, it's, it's not really the same, though, because during OTAs, we actually on the field. You know what I'm saying? Because we, 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 we be at the facility, we work out, we have meetings, and then we go on the field, and then we, like, actually do it. So it's, it's, it's good that we got the communication going, but... You know, some players learn by actually being on the field and running through, through the plays and stuff like that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And in your time, you know, you, you've been around a lot of great athletes from going, you know, from Grant High School in Sacramento 
to Hawaii, then to the NFL. Which athletes in the NFL have like stuck out to you? Like, you know, th- this dude is different. Something you haven't seen before. Because I played majority special teams uh, my two years being in the league, so when I be watching film and stuff, it's more so on special teams. So I be noticing people on kickoff. But uh, Gunners, I ain't gonna lie, man. I think our two Gunners uh, for the Bengals, well, one had, had got released on the uh, on the on the Lions right now. His name is Tony McCray, and then we got another one. His name is Brandon Wilson. He's like our uh, our kick returner as well, and he's our Gunner. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Them two dudes, bro, they they be so fast. Quick, bro. They just, I ain't a lot of boys. They legit at what they do. And we're speaking of uh, gunners, and you study obviously special teams, a big part of the game. Uh, do you look at a person like you say, you know, Matthew Matthew Slater, who's been in the league, you know, twelve years being a gunner? Is that someone you look at, or do you pretty much focus on, uh, you know, your your job and your team? I mean, I, I study both. You know, I mean, I don't play gunner. Per se, okay. I'm more so the guys who stop the gun on, on pocket time. Um, but we played against him too. Much respect to him, and it was another one too. I forgot what his name was. Um, much respect to them dudes, man. Those, those are one of the, the key guys that we were like really focusing on when we played them that week. See um, what other part of the question? Oh <laughs> uh, no, nah, you, you answered for. I was just trying to see. As far as the special team aces that you know, I think of in the league is Matthew Slayer. My whole life, this dude, I think he has five career catches and you know, Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl as being a special team ace. So, uh, just seeing if you study or watch other special team aces since that that's your role at the time being. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, our special teams coach been coaching for I want to say seventeen years, seventeen to twenty years. So definitely seen some some legit players and start pointing out players that I never even noticed. And you know, a uh, uh, credit to yourself and, and 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 take the coaching and try and apply it to the to the field. But I watch both. You know, I watch myself and, uh, and other players as well. Okay, and and with the you know with the work, obviously you're a professional, everyday grind. But what has been I would say your funnest or your favorite moment so far in uh, the NFL. Man, I think it's I think it's in uh, all stages of the game, whether it be uh, uh, not stages but like levels. Uh, Pop Warner, high school, college, and NFL. It's just building that brotherhood because I, I I keep in contact with guys from from all levels: Pop Warner, high school, college, and and NFL. Whether they still on the team or they go to another team, um, it's just building that brotherhood, that friendship. And, you know, just, I don't know, just, I don't know. I think that's just really what it is. Football is fun, too, but, you know, building those, those real those real bonds with people off the field is, is something that you really, you can't really take for granted. No, I completely agree because if you think of life, really, outside of sports, it's hard to build that many real relationships. I, I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're with, you know, 50-plus guys, you know, all the time, you have no choice but to build a relationship, and those last a long time. So, I mean, I, me playing football, obviously, high school, college, is, you appreciate those. Definitely. Yes, so do. And uh, so with, you know, outside of playing uh, special teams, and, you know, you have, you've been in there for two years, what is your top professional goal, you know, as, a, as an NFL player? 
to be honest, because I haven't really played too much on defense. Um, I had battles with injury, and, and it was kind of hard trying to get back. You know, by the grace of God, I was still able to stay on the team, you know, play some special teams. But as of right now, man, I just want to, I just want to play defense. To be honest, I want to get on the field, you know, get some hits in, pick the ball off, and you know, win some games and celebrate with my guys. Man, I just, I just want to play defense as of right now. And then you know, as I play more defense, then you know more goals and stuff to start to add on. You know, I want to get this many tackles or, um, you know, get the X amount of picks this time or, you know, stuff like that. But as of right now, man, I just want to play defense. That, that, I mean, that's a, I feel like it's a great goal, and I f- you have an opportunity to do that. Uh, and and with that with that goal, do you do you see that coming this upcoming season, or do you feel that that's going to you know come come when it comes? Man, definitely feel like that's going to come this upcoming season. Uh, I messed my knee up my first year, and I ain't gonna lie, from there I kind of messed my head up a little bit trying to bounce back, and you know having some knee pains and stuff during training camp and. Uh, I'm still having uh, knee pains during uh, the season, but uh, right now, man, my, my 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 mental is much more stronger. My knee feels better. Uh, I feel like I just got you know a, a different aura to myself, and you know I definitely believe that I have more than what it takes to get on the field as far as defense goes. So uh, I'm ready. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I've seen uh, definitely watching some of your film. You made a lot of plays uh, at safety in the preseason. You know, picking the ball off. It was a size and range, so uh, I definitely see that happening, man. It's, it's going to be exciting. Appreciate that. And and you know, I gotta ask this question: How how excited are are you to get Joe Burrow? Man, people ask me that question too, and to be honest, man, I know some people be hard on on quarterbacks, especially if you're the first round pick. You know, there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of first round picks that's been bust, whether they was a quarterback, D lineman. Uh, old line, it don't matter. You know, it's, there's been some bust you know, the, the, the overall first round pick. But I, I'm approaching the situation as if he's he's uh, he's innocent until proven guilty. But with me being the teammate, even if he is like you know not doing good, it's our job to rally behind him and pick him back up. You know, what I'm saying that's 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 what real teammates do. You know and I feel like that's what really get. Um, get you through those hard times like if we in a wild card or, wild card or something like that or if we on the verge of not making the playoffs like we gotta stick together you know and, and not um, not trying to do stuff on our, on our own you know if you're supposed to be in a gap and we trying to two gap stand your gap so your teammate can make the tackle and we get a TFL we get off the field you know I've seen situations where people trying to two gap I mean, it can be in college too I've seen it in high school people trying to two gap you know what I'm saying and, and not doing their job so I feel like if we can stick together uh, rock with Joe Burrow, whether we doing good or bad. Um, I just feel like that's that's really what our responsibility is as teammates. No, again, I think you're spot on, and you talk about brotherhood, so I think that plays right into it. You know, it's you, you guys go to battle every every Sunday. So, and and with that, I think you know. Do you think it's big the fact that you know Cincinnati's really only had two quarterbacks the last you know you know 15 plus years with Carson and Andy Dalton. Do you think that's yeah. also going to, uh, you know, something new coming in is going to shake it up? I mean, possibly it could, but, you know, I feel like all good teams have chemistry. Um, and I feel like, you know, if we do that, the communication on the field will be much more effective if we, you know, build some chemistry off the field. Um, whether it be with a receiver and a quarterback on the timing, um, how the ball is supposed to be placed on certain routes 
or a lineman and a, and a running back and how he wants that to be blocked or where, where a running back want to run or communication between uh, the corner and the safety, how they're going to play a certain route in different covers. Like, I just think the chemistry between uh, the team is, is going to be real vital for anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going to win. And with, with speaking of chemistry, do you feel uh, that we could potentially see sloppier play or, um, you know, I don't want to say injuries, but just, you know, just more unfortunate plays because teams aren't practicing together this, as much this year? I mean, possibly. Uh, you know, I don't want to – I don't know. It, it, it's a possibility that it could. It's a possibility that it can. I don't really know the future or nothing like that. Some guys may take it serious. Some guys may not. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure, if, you know, how that's going to play out. I hope nobody get hurt, and I hope nobody takes this this, uh, this opportunity for granted. Um, because as we all know, man, the, the time span or the, the length of someone's career in the NFL really don't last too long, you know. So I just hope nobody takes this shit for granted and, you know what I'm saying, make sure they're getting that work in when nobody's looking. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's why everyone's professional, right? So it's, it shouldn't be shouldn't even need to be said. I uh, I was listening to uh, I forgot who was saying it on on a on a podcast. They were just saying how uh, teams with good defenses or run games can really dominate this season because it's going to take you know offense a while to get their flow. Uh, do you think that could be a possibility that uh, you know a team, let's say like the Bengals, who have a good defense and a run game, uh, you know, could take advantage? Um, I don't know. I'm not really sure. You know, we got new players on the team and stuff like that. And um, I'm always be a firm believer that we could definitely do some damage, whether it be in the kick game, offense, or defense. Um, but right now, it's just a little too early to say. You know, I can't even. I don't want to speak for myself about what I'm gonna do, how I'm gonna play, and all that stuff. You know, I just I'd rather see, you know, how we do on the field. Um, once we are able to go back to the facility, and I'm, I'm able to, you know see what we really got. I can get a better a better idea about that part, but you know, uh, I'm, I'm always rocking my guys, man. You know that? Yeah. No, definitely. And that, and that makes sense because when, when is the last time you've seen your team? Man, as a whole? Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. Well, like December. I think that's when we played our last game. Like what? December 28th. One of them. Wow. I think it's probably the 29th. So, so you, you haven't seen your, your team in a new year. That That's crazy. We're halfway through the year. Damn, bro. I've seen a few of them, you know what I'm saying, but yeah. not a lot. Not enough. Yeah, not not that, you know, hey, coach, you know, the whole offense, defense, that's, that's you know. Man, none of them boys. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, uh, you know, I've seen, I think, June 1st, all sports are supposed to open back up. So hopefully uh, you guys, you know, link soon. Um, you know, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, and before I let you go, I ask every DB who who is your top five, not top five. If you could if you could put together your perfect uh, defensive back backfield, corner, nickel, and two safeties, who would it be? Like in uh, of all in time, right? Oh, all time, oh, all time. And I ain't gonna lie, uh, B Dog Ryan Dog is my favorite safety. So I'm gonna definitely throw him in there. Uh, Ed Reed was was definitely a ball hawk, so I'm gonna throw him up in there. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have a uh, B Doc in the box. I'm gonna have Ed Reed uh, roaming into the middle of the field. You 
defense as far as the corners go, man. I think uh, I think Chad Bailey might might mm. have some 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 crazy numbers at corner. Uh, that other spot, I don't know who the, who who I'm gonna throw there. I'm thinking Revis, but that's just you know off the top of my head. Uh, and that, that other spot is up for grabs. But right now, my two safeties, uh, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins, Chad Bailey got the corner spot. Uh, and yeah, I don't know who I'm gonna throw on the right side. Uh, I, I I like that list. I think you're the first person to say Champ. I get a lot of Revis, Dion, De- uh, C Wood. So I like that. Champ's really underrated. He was dominant. Yeah, definitely. He really was. And not to mention, man, people understand Champ come down and hit you. Oh yeah. Champ comes down and make plays. He put a shoulder on your ass. That's that. I, know, I like that list, man. But I appreciate you uh, coming on. Um, and, and doing this and uh, best of luck this season I'm looking forward to you out there making plays on defense and special teams and uh, holding down for uh, Cali and Sacramento definitely man appreciate it man I'm honored to be a guest on the show bro I appreciate it man good luck this season